This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The crude oil market has gotten slippery. There are a number of myths concerning the oil market that are widely held. There are also some new truths that are just revealing themselves. If you ask the average person strolling in the park, under which president did we see record U.S. oil production, I'll bet that maybe no one would say this one. Even the last president would claim that he was the guy under which the U.S. produced a record amount of oil. That would not be the truth. This one did not stop the drilling. Maybe presidents do not have as much to do with this as is widely assumed. And it's the market that calls the shots. U.S. oil production just recently hit a new all-time high. We doubt that it is a peak in production. It is a trend. Democrats are terrified of high gas prices as consumer sentiment frankly freaks them out. High gas prices and Biden became linked at the hip. and They are trying desperately to cut the ties that bind him. Certainly, this administration is no friend of big oil, but they have not stood in front of oil producers who can tail their production enough to stop the growth in U.S. production. Some places that the administration has wanted to restrict oil production should not be drilled in. Oil companies are not run out of new drilling opportunities yet. They may be all about EVs, but for at least another year, the incumbents will do whatever they can to depress gas prices at the pump to keep them from grating on voting consumers. I filled with E30 for $2.59 a gallon Monday. Biden responded to the voter paranoia and backlash over high pump prices by opening the spigot of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to make sure that high gas prices were not for the lack of crude oil. They sold 180 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Reserve in 2022 to buffer the impact of sanctions on Russian oil resulting from the Ukraine war. Oil prices have since fallen back in price well below levels where they could rebuy oil sold and have a nice margin for the taxpayer. They have since bought back only 6 million barrels since erring on the side of caution, not wanting to bolster the oil market. They issued an order to buy another 3 million barrels, but due to logistics, appeared able to refill oil as fast as they emptied the reserve. They are setting up purchases further out. But when producing 13.2 million barrels per day, buying 3 million per month would not drain the swamp. In fact, at the current rate of replenishment, it would take years to refill the strategic reserve. It is not that we do not have enough oil. We are not consuming 13.2 million barrels per day being produced. U.S. crude exports are growing. We exported 3.5 million barrels per day last year, an estimated 4.5 million barrels per day this year. It is reported that a record number of supertankers are now en route to the United States to load oil. We are not only self-sufficient in oil, but we now have surplus production and are exporting it. For the record, the U.S. is the world's top oil producer, larger than Saudi Arabia. Nikki Haley wants to cut off imports of Venezuela, which, for the sake of our oil supply, could be done without starving our supply. It really has nothing to do with the supply of oil and everything to do with geopolitics. Just want to capitalize Venezuela. They have dirty oil, which is perfect for our refineries, which are able to process it. Canada has dirty oil too. We have no geopolitical beef with them. We buy their dirty crude and export our sweet crude, which is a very profitable venture. The economics favors buying and selling it, while that geopolitics may not always. 
OPEC plus Russia agreed to reduce oil production by 2.2 million barrels per day, but few believe that OPEC is that disciplined. Iran and Libya are looking to incrementally increase their oil exports, and the growing oil exporter, the United States, has no intention of reducing production. The second biggest gripe grading on consumers aside from pump prices is food prices. The two are highly connected. Prices for the raw materials for food items are deflating. The price of wheat, for example, is not a problem. Most raw prices are well off 2022 highs. The primary input cost going into food is energy, and energy costs to production and transportation have fallen significantly. There will be a lag, but that should pull food prices down soon. One coal product of record U.S. oil production is more natural gas than they can liquefy and export. The glut of natural gas has depressed prices. Natural gas is the primary ingredient in nitrogen fertilizer, which has gotten reasonable once again. It has started to feel more like deflation than inflation for commodity producers. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.